Welcome back to the Charlie Music Podcast. This is episode 31. We're on chapter 16 of the Spirit of Music. Forgot what book we were reading. Um, and my name is Kyle, I think. I think that's what we decided a few weeks ago. I got CJ over here to discuss the book. How are you, sir? Doing well. Doing well. That's good. Yep. That's good. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> cool. It, it's it's midweek and, and I'm ready for Friday. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But... I can't, I could complain, but it's not worth it. Okay. Yeah. Just a, just a lot of, a lot of random problems that shouldn't happen. What else is there? Well, you know, it's what, it's, it's our field. It's what we work in. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> if there weren't problems, we wouldn't have a job. That's true. So. That is very true. You wouldn't have the job. Did you turn it off and turn it back on? That's right. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yep. <laughs> so I don't know if I ever shared with you that um, in Universal Studios they have Islands of Adventure, and in Islands of Adventure they have an area called Seuss Landing, and they have a ride called the Cat in the Hat. And there's a line in the book that uh, your mother, your mother, your mother is here, right? Mm-hmm. But on the ride, it's very like it, your mother, your mother, your mother is here, right? <laughs> so I taught my son how to say that. Mm-hmm. And now he goes around the house and he'll run up to my wife and he'll be like, your mother, your mother, your mother is here. And he'll walk away. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's so good. It's hysterical. <laughs> That's the only fun thing I have tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so I assume you're still on your audiobook kick? I'm still on my audiobook kick. Um, and I, I have to say, it's just... It, it keeps getting better, and I, I'm shocked in a series that every book is like just as good as the last. So I'm impressed. I am. I have a a long trip at the end of November, so I'm starting to build a playlist of what I want to do because I could listen to an audiobook the whole entire time, but I don't know if I want to do that. So I want to get a playlist built that I can listen to music and maybe you know sort like a couple hours in the audiobook, a couple hours in the music, vice versa. Right. But for the morning time, and it, like I said, it's an easy listen. It's mm-hmm. not difficult, so it's it's enjoyable to be able to like sit in the car, drive, listen, get a great story out of it. But I don't have to be like crazy focused on it, right? You know. So right now, that's what I'm doing. Um, my son's been listening to a lot of Michael Jackson again, so that oh, that's cool. yeah. So that's been cool. So I've been I've been doing that, uh, and that's about it right now. I just found out in Nickel Creek announced a tour oh good 2024 um uh, one of our uh listeners on the live show sent me the the list and hold on where to go i just changed my service provider because i was getting tired but now i'm missing messages hold on a second where is it there it is so they are for you for ohio they are going to be in Canton. I don't know. If that's that's pretty far north of me. Is it? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Columbus. They're going to be in Columbus. It's about an hour and a half. They're going to be uh, February 15th in Columbus. Oh, cool. Right. And then 
And then the New York ones, and this is what I'm trying to figure out, like one of them is in Rochester. That's just, I'm not going to drive to Rochester for that. One's in Troy and one's in Buffalo. I know Buffalo is at least five or six hours. Yeah. Troy, I'm not so sure. I think it's a few hours. But they're also in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Hmm. And we've been wanting to go down, so I'm wondering if I can plan a trip where I go and like they'll just chill out in the hotel room and I'll just go see them play. Not a bad idea. No. No, they're in Connecticut. So, but I'll send this to you. But yeah, if you guys are listening to Nickel Creek, check it out. Their 2024 tour. It looks like it starts at the beginning of February. And their first city is Iowa City, Iowa. Just in cool. case you didn't know it was in Iowa. <laughs> but yeah, not, not much. Out. What about you? Have you been listening to anything? So I found... Um how did I find this? I don't even remember how I found this. I think it was a Google thing that popped up one day. Um, it was an, an article from Guitar Player Magazine that said, uh, Steve I was stunned when he heard him. Joe Bonamassa says he's reinvented the guitar. And Aldi Emiola says that it would take lifetimes to catch up with him. Meet Matteo Mancuso, the man who's light years ahead of all of us. Oh, that's the kid. I follow him on Instagram. Oh, do you? Oh, he's ridiculous. Yeah, he's have really you, good. Have you watched any of his videos? I have, yeah. His it he's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what level he's on. Like, you know, if you're playing video well, games, well, when Al Mula says that you're light years, he's light years ahead of him. Like, it's like it's. Crazy. I mean, Al Mula is light years ahead of a lot of people. I know, like his videos like, go by. I'm like, I, I don't want to watch it because I just like I, I'm scared of mm-hmm. the future. Because I know, and he's yeah, young. He's only in his yeah, what? He's, like he was born like '96 or something. Yeah, he's in his twenties, so I think. Yeah. yeah. So. so I thought we'd play a little bit of Matteo Mancusa. This is called Falcon Flight. His album came out just this this year, uh, August, I think. Yeah, I'll check think the so. date. But this is called Falcon Flight. So it's just some really cool stuff. He's, he only um, plays guitar. He doesn't play the other instruments, or is he on all instruments? Correct. He's just a guitar, right? No, he, he only plays guitar. Yeah. And his band's really good. I was watching his stuff. His, his band is really yeah. good as well. Check him so. out. Like I, I know you'll link whatever you can in the show notes, but definitely check him out on Instagram, on YouTube. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to find like either some shorts or his Instagram page yeah. or something. I'll put that it's, in there too. It's, he's impressive. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, his his picking technique is different than a lot of other people's, and that's what. It's like that drummer. 
you know what I'm talking Trump. about? The um the guy with the beard, he's got the nose. I forget his name off the top of my head. Oh yeah, yeah, I know you're right? talking about. Yeah, like, yeah. He self. I thought you were the, the horse like, drummer. <laughs> he he's uh he's self taught, and I think some mm-hmm. and I think that kind of goes to what the book is. Is like if you don't have any conception of what or how you're supposed to play, it leaves your mind completely open to your ability. Right. You know, like yeah, you may watch some videos and all right, I can I can do this, I can do this, I can do this, but if you have to figure it out. You know, because you don't have the money for lessons, or you don't want to take lessons, or whatever, or you're just that person. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it expands your ability. Yeah. You know? So that's pretty cool. Yep, for sure. That's awesome. Shall we get to the book? I guess so. Okay. <laughs> We're done. Have a great evening. <laughs> yeah, my brain is mush. I've been I've been in a class all week, so you've been in I class all like, week. Yeah, I've been in class. For what? Cybersecurity stuffy? Yeah, cybersecurity certificate or certification rather. Oh, so. that sounds like so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually not that bad. It's it just there's just a lot of information and it's eight eight hours a day, so it's How long? Like the, uh full week. For the full week and then yeah. and then you take the test and you're done? I uh, I can take the test whenever I feel like it, but I've gotta have it done before July. Okay, so this is one you were telling me about. Yeah. Okay. So sounds like fun. Something like that. I mean, it's good. To, I mean, good for you and all that yeah. stuff. But yeah, good for you because I'm not doing it. So. <laughs> good for you and good for me because I'm not there sitting in the class. That's that is true. That is true. So me- all right, measure so book sixteen of the spirit of music. I'm going to hold the book up for those who are watching on YouTube. I'll hold the chapter up and uh, hold the chapter up. But we are on measure 16 of the spirit of music. Mm-hmm. Chapter's called All One, and the tagline is All People Need to Be Loved. Take it, student. Oh, I have to do, <laughs> do you want me to go? Yeah, you do it this okay, time. I, I did it last time. <laughs> My brain's mush. <laughs> so at the end of the last chapter... They and said, I, have to, I, I didn't forget about my story. I'm going to wait until later on in the chapter yeah. to tell my story. All right, okay, so. good. Because I was going to ask you in a yep. bit what you want to do. Okay, cool. It actually fit in, which is kind of weird, which is another story. So, Okay, go. cool. That's awesome. Um, so at the end of the last chapter, they were getting ready for a new like training, right? And they all assumed that Sifu was just going to slap them again, right? Um, Michael tells Brandon, uh, Brandon tells Michael he's got to go back to work. Michael's like, no, stay here. And Brandon decides not to go back to work. I want to do that. <laughs> uh, they stuffed into the van and Michael handed Seiko a plastic garbage pail mm-hmm. handed Ali a ukulele Brandon a kalimba which he's never seen before and Victor was handed a violin and Victor makes note that uh, you know, growing up listening to Earth, Wind, and Fire, he knew what a kalimba was, and he was hoping that it was handed to him, but he was handed the violin. Okay. And there were four different instruments. It was just, they were, it was all unfamiliar to each one of them, except for Seiko, who was a percussionist. So in Nashville, he states that it's customary to take in the vibe by cruising down Broadway on foot or with the car windows open. And the street in Nashville, the Broadway street is just full of music. 
I remember when I went, it was just it was impressive to kind of just go in that area. I remember walking into a music store and we ran into somebody from Blue Point, New York, like out oh, of really? all places. Like he would live, he moved down there and he was working in this music store and he's playing. But so they decide to take the drive down. Uh, they pull into a Broadway. They come up to Third Avenue and pulled into a parking spot. They got out of the van and basically were told to play by Michael. They gathered around and they were told to play. He, uh, so Michael is just, just play, just play. So this is what I have highlighted from this. Michael never understood why musicians talk so much before playing. According to him, the more musicians know, the more useless questions we ask. What key? What feel? What form? Who wants to start? We never have to ask how to start a verbal conversation, so why do we have to talk before starting a jam? Dancers, for example, simply allow music to move them, no questions asked. And I, I highlighted that for two reasons. One, because it's, it's very true. Yeah. Like, when you sit down to talk to somebody, you'll figure it out. Like, it's not like you're, you know, yeah, you may ask questions if it's the first time you meet them, but that's going to spark the conversation. You may even ask mm -hmm. one question or whatever. But it made me think about what's going on in the world today. Mm -hmm. And I don't, and I'm not trying to bring, like, politics and war into the conversation, but just, just the concept of listening. And we've said it before on previous episodes, you've mentioned it multiple times where... I don't think we listen to each other enough and Agreed. we're just, we're just quick to dismiss or whatever. And we just, we don't take that time. And I think that is a powerful paragraph, not just for musicians, but for anyone alike. Yep. Yeah. I do think it'd be fun though, to start a conversation by asking people how to have a conversation. <laughs> that would be hysterical. Just, just to be stupid. Just you know? be like, so how do you start a conversation? <laughs> Done. I'm going to try that sometime this week. Yeah. I'm going to see if I can do it. I, you know, it's because like at work, like I try to do stupid things because like there's enough stupid stuff going on. And there's a guy I used to work with. His name was Jimmy. He's just, he's like me. He's just, you know, silly and stupid. So at work, we have three microwaves, one on the top, middle and bottom. And no one uses the one on the bottom. So he decided what he would do is he would use the one on the bottom but he would squat next to it while his food was being made and just stand there. So he would just sit there five minutes waiting for his food <laughs> just to see what people would do. That's hysterical. Just funny. I, uh, like I said, I have that, uh, I bought a, a, I think I mentioned it on here that I bought a black rat from the dollar store and put it on someone's desk because they were yep. scared of mice and that all became thing. The other day I, I forgot I had it in the box because I took it to the conference. I never made it into their room. So I took it out of the box and I walked over to the side wall and I took the little head of the mouse and I poked it over the wall. I, the, the, my coworker screamed out of her seat and I ran. <laughs> I had to run because I would have put it. And then uh, the dad jokes credit, uh, cards that I've been using on the live yep. shows, I actually bought a pack for work and I've just randomly hand them to people. <laughs> so I'm, just, I'm giving them random dad jokes. So if I have to hand nice. them a piece of paper, there may be a card attached to it. <laughs> Because, I, you know, it gets a little mundane sometimes. Yeah. And I yeah. sit in a corner, so most people mm -hmm. don't know I'm back there. Yep. So, just a reminder. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's true. It's it's fun to, to 
when you're listening, see, but that's the other thing. If you're listening, you also know what could let's we're talking about humor could be funny because mm-hmm. right. you can kind of play off of what everybody else is chatting about. Yep. You know, like that, that whole thing, like it's, it's, it's crazy. We, but we do, we do need to listen more. I think that's just in general, whether you're, you're one person to one person, whether you're a group mm-hmm. of people and whatever the thing is, you just got to listen more. Yep. And that comes back later on the chapter too. Yes. So. Yes. Um, so they go to start. Victor holds the violin like a bass and starts plucking. And then he found two notes because he wasn't sure what he was doing. He found two notes on the same string and repeated them. Brandon waited a moment, played around with the Klimba, and then he joined in. And then he established his part. Seiko joined in, creating the, the beat with the, uh, the, the garbage pail, the plastic garbage pail. And then Ali joined in with the ukulele. Mm-hmm. So it took him a moment, but he was able to join in. And and they played for a while. Yes. And then Michael. Yes, they played for a while. <laughs> like it kind of came together. You know, but the teachers, Uncle Clyde, Isis, and Michael, you know, expressionless. Mm-hmm. You know, and then Michael turns and then Michael around Michael to them. Huh? <laughs> and then Michael finally says, why do you guys keep saying the same thing? But it's so funny because that could happen in conversation. Mm-hmm. So they just, yeah. Yeah. So then Ali sings. No lyrics yep. or words. He just some an African chant. So when he says an African chant, I'm curious if there was if it was African words. Or I or if it is just a chant. Like right. I know there's there's Native American chants that are really not there's no words to it, but just the way the chant is. And then Isis says yes, and she started to sway and dance. And then people started listening. A gentleman bobbed his head. Girlfriend danced around him while another person, as the as another gentleman started singing with Ali. Um, then people threw money on the floor. Seiko took the money. And then once the dancing couple left, our their song came to an end. And Michael encouraged us to choose another. Mm-hmm. And he said he wanted us to turn up the music without turning up the volume. Yes. And Seiko started playing a different pattern and she lifted the pail off the ground, which gave it different sounds. And then Victor remembered just like Curtis Mayfield play with intensity, but just not louder. Right. Right. Uh, Brandon reached for the violin. Michael hadn't uh, hadn't specified rules, so I gave it to him. They switched. He took the he handed the kalimba to Ali. He took the ukulele. Brandon had the violin, and then then and then Ali launched into an African melody. Uh, Brandon joined in. Then Victor joined in, and then Michael moved next to Victor nodded to Clyde and Isis who started taking Brandon and Ali apart from him and Seiko. Right. And this whole thing starts this process of listening, but not with your ears, you know, feeling the music and all that stuff. And he says to, and I'm going to say this. So if there's something I skipped, do you want to join in? Let me mm-hmm. know. But he does say uh, to Victor, you see a girl, you see a drum, you hear a beat, three separate things, make them one. Yep. Like close your eyes and make them one. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then he go. Michael says, "When a person is talking, do you listen to the person, their mouth, and their words separately?" 
And it's true. You know? I was thinking about this because my wife is hard of hearing. So she's listening to some sounds because she's got some hearing. But she has Mm -hmm. to read the lips to define what's being said to her. Right. So, but it's so natural to her now. It just, as long as the person's speaking clearly, she'll catch it. Mm-hmm. And then, so Victor understood. Uh, he didn't play the ukulele and he gave a moment to listen to Seiko and he finally kind of got that into the groove. And, uh, you know, he heard, he's like, uh, I no longer heard a drum or rhythm. I heard music. She was the music. Right. Right. And then Michael spoke one word play. And then I think it's a good. Go ahead. Sorry, good. I think that's a good point. It's a good start. Good part. How are you doing, Mushy Brain? (laughs) I don't know. I think this is a good point to stop and talk about my story. Yes, please. Um, so Monday night uh, after my class, so I've been trying to get to Houston Woods for weeks, and whether it's weather or just whatever, I just never made it. So finally Monday night, I, I got there. And I've had two goals at Houston Woods. One is looking for owls, and two is um, just taking pictures of the fall leaves. That's just, you know, it's cool. It's on a lake, some cool trees and stuff like that. So I finally made it there Monday night. And I haven't done photography in a while. So um, last year I switched over to Sony. Not that this matters to the story, but um, the camera is still new in my hand. Like it's still like not like my old camera. Like I knew, I knew where everything was. Like this one I like better because it's really customizable and I've really customized it to the way I want. But it's so customizable I've forgotten <laughs> what I've done <laughs> in terms of the buttons. So I was sitting there trying to figure out you know, like my settings and stuff. And then I heard a noise and I was like, what in the world was that noise? And I, I still don't know what it is. I think it was a screech owl, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, but I realized at that point that I wasn't listening at all to anything. And I remembered back in the book, in the first book, when when Victor and Michael were at Radnor Lake, and they started listening to like the whole area, right? And like right away, like I heard frogs next to me, like I heard things walking around, you know, bugs everywhere, like the amount of stuff that I had missed the first like hour that I was there, like audibly, it was crazy, just because I wasn't focused on it, you know. You were focused on the camera. Um, yeah, I was focused on the camera and other things, like just. You know, and, and right at that point, a bald eagle flew over with a fish in its, in its, you know, talons. You know, it was like so much happened, like at that that one spot. You know, um, that one that one noise that kind of like woke me up, and I was like, whoa, you know. So then I started listening to all the sounds, and then I started losing them all, just like like Victor did in the in the book. You know, and that reminded me of the whole try easy thing. Right, I started right. to come back, and then I got focused on the camera again, and you know, forgot about it. But um, you know, then I, then I got home you know, and then read the book today. And it was like, it was interesting how that story correlated to the chapter, you know, and, I, and I've talked previously about like when I'm driving to work, like, you know, if, if the music ends as I pull in, like, I know that like I'm in the right point sure. of my life or whatever. Sure. So it's like now, like this book is now lining up to an experience I had. It's like, 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 what does that mean? I have no idea. Like, like, I don't know. So, cause I, I've spent most of this week, not only taking this class, but thinking about like, you know, is this really the, the direction I want to go? You know, like this, it's a big step up in certification. Like, right. You know, I've got a level one cert, like this is level three cert. Like this is as top, like as high as you can go pretty much in terms of 
cybersecurity. So it's like there are a couple others, but you know, it's it's pretty high up there. So it's like, you know, is this the right move? Like, I don't know. I do I really want to because before I started this job, like I was like, I'm not going to do technology at all. I don't want to. You know, right, right, right. Um, Same. So I don't know. It's like it's weird that it's all kind of like lining up in this way. It's like. You know, maybe it's just this one next step that's right, and then things are going to turn. I don't know. So well, and and it's true. You you don't know where the path's going. You just know that you're on the right path, in a sense. Right. Uh, not to repeat myself. I love myself to introduce myself. Um, <laughs> I. But it's funny you say that because earlier I went outside and it was beautiful out, and I I bought this uh, stuff that like changes the color of the fire when you put it in the fire. So I got a little fire pit. You know, it's maybe like that big because I figured if I want to go out for like an hour, I don't have to light the big gigantic one I have. I could just light this little one, but it's a decent size that I can put like six or seven inch logs in it. So it's it's nice. And I sat outside. I had the fire going. It started getting dark because it's getting dark early now. And I sat there for a moment and I like kind of tuned everything else out except for the fire and everything else around me. And the same thing, like. I mean, I'm in suburbia, so there's not much in the sense of animals, but I did hear the cicadas and the different bugs and all that stuff. I heard the crackling of the firewood, and mm-hmm. I didn't really, you know, think about it at that time because I was just kind of focusing on that just to kind of shut everything out, and I was listening to that. But it's funny that you say this because it's, it's that same idea that you had on Monday night. You just had it on a grander right. scale, and that mm-hmm. scale i rather have it on the... <laughs> <laughs> but that's very cool though yeah so go out into nature and listen mm-hmm. and if you live in the city if you hear screams go back inside <laughs> it's probably not a screech owl this is not a screech owl <laughs> um so that do you have any more to add to that before i continue on no we're just going to go to what michael said but I don't know how far ahead that is. So, so I, okay. So what I was going to say was he, um, this is Victor. I wanted to just, he goes without thinking or searching. I close my eyes, allowing music to flow through me, paying attention to the feeling rather than the notes. I released my energy through the in- instrument. I heard Seiko gasp. She felt it too. There was no longer any separation. Seiko music and I had become one. And then they go forward and he he also told me not to listen, but to feel them instead, meaning Ali mm-hmm. and Brandon. Yep. And Michael says, know that we are all one. It is only when we refuse to listen that we feel all alone. Understand this. It is impossible to be alone except by thinking it is so. Therefore, do not think it. If we listen with our whole being, we can transform aloneness into all oneness. Now pay attention to your feelings and use them to connect with your friends. I think that's huge. Yeah. Take music out of it for a second. I think that we could become more in tune with our friends, family, whatever you want to say, uh, than we do. And I don't think we're taught that in any way, shape, or form. Right. And I think it's something that needs to be taught. Mm-hmm. I think that it's it's like that whole concept that kids have no idea about anything when they're growing up. So everyone they meet is someone they want to meet. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what the ethnicity is, the race, the color. It doesn't matter about anything of that individual. The kids want to meet them. They're yep. not blinded by the fact that the person is quote unquote different from them. And then they learn this 
from whether they learned it from family or they learned it from their parents, their guardians, or they learned it from, you know, society or whatever. And we become these like adults that are kind of like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Right. You know? And I think that's a big problem because we don't listen to each other. We Mm -hmm. stop at some point as we're getting older, you know? So I, yeah, that's a, I underlined that whole paragraph. I think I'm going to take a picture of it and say it into my voice memo. So I always have it mm-hmm. next to the one that my son goes, your mother, your mother, your mother is here. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make it a ringtone. <laughs> so after that, um, he, uh, where is it? Um, oh, just before that, didn't he put his hand basically on Victor's head? Yes, he did. Yeah, I think so. Right, I he remember if that was before or after. Yeah, that. he removed his hand, um, and he Victor realized that Brandon was ten paces to his right, and Ollie was um, away from Ollie on his, my left. Like so, basically, they were they weren't that far from each other in a triangle. A triangle. And when he only used his ears, he scarcely heard Ollie and Brandon. But when he like felt it, he was able to feel all of them. And this is what he says: the being joined in music caused all of us to become one unit. Hmm. And I thought that that's a very cool line. Uh, then he asks Victor to pull his brothers towards him, Ollie and Brandon. He's like, how am I going to do that? You know, uh, he walked in circles looking around as if he wanted to do something. And he ordered Victor to stop playing he stopped, and just by that, everybody kind of came together. Mm-hmm. And Michael told everybody not to talk, and he spoke. So he leaned into Victor, and he says, choose someone. Choose someone. There are hundreds of people on the street. Pick anyone you want. And Victor goes, the woman in red? And he goes, the one in front of you or the one behind me? And his eyes are closed. Victor's like, how the heck is he doing this? So Victor's like, I don't know what he's doing. I'm going to choose the one furthest away. So he chooses the one furthest away. And Michael picks up the ukulele, plays it, and she comes over. Something brings her over. So he hands the, Michael hands the ukulele to Victor. He talks to the woman in red. Lady in red. Sorry. He he talks to the lady in red. Um, She tears up. He gives her a big hug. And, uh, and and walks away. She walks away. So he tells Victor to do it. He's like, Victor, you do it. So Victor chose a man from across the street. And he had the man come across the street. The man came across. Right? And he says, I never thought about what to play. Why, uh, why to play was my main focus. Right? And then, and we forgot about that part when when uh, Michael asked Victor to pull everyone together. He, when he said how, he said that's the wrong question. Right. You know, I, yes, I, would, yes. I would understand if you asked why. Right. But how is the wrong question? Right. Right. And I, and I, you know it's funny. It's true. Like how and why are so different. You don't really mm-hmm. think about it at the time. Like when you're asking a question. Yep. Uh. So 
he played and the guy came over. He doesn't know exactly, you know, Victor doesn't really re- recall everything that happened. Um, and as the guy came over, Michael said, where's your sax? Guy goes, it's at the club. Bring it tomorrow right here, midnight. Everybody was just shocked. They're like, what? I don't understand how he did this. And later on, you find out Uncle Clyde said, you know, he was wearing a neck strap. It was a saxophone neck strap. Yeah. You know, and that's how he knew. So uh, he tells everybody to get back to work because it was time for Ollie to try it. And he hands the ukulele to Ollie. Ollie pushes the ukulele away and remains on the kalimba, which I think surprises Michael. And then, uh, which next few hours, so the next few hours they played. And Victor says, Michael, uh, he showed no concern as to whether we succeeded or failed, but he did tell us not to treat our failures as failures. Yep. I think that's one of the yeah. hardest things for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and he, says, he says this. He says, always treat everything as progress on the journey towards greatness. But remember, the journey is never yours alone. Think about it. If you call someone's name, it is the choice for them to answer or not. You... Your job is to call the correct name, but if they do not answer, he looked at me with a smile. Make sure they have something to say. Yeah. And I think sometimes we forget that even though we're trying to do things on our our own, we do have people around us to help us near and far. And, And sometimes it's just a matter of being willing to accept the fact that, hey... I need help or I have a question or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you're asking them to do it for you. You just want right. to progress. Um, then he states that Uncle Clyde played the harmonica or harmonica, not harmonica, harmonica. And once the chord faded in silence, there were three people standing in front of him. And Michael acted as though Uncle Clyde's conversation was nothing, like it just didn't happen. <laughs> and that's a his harmonica. <laughs> his harmonica. Uh, uh, and then Seiko shouted out Jonathan's name because she she heard him coming due to her footsteps. And then Jonathan says, Michael, all looks good. I haven't seen any phasers, but I did find a few participants. We should have a good team tomorrow night. And they don't know what's going on tomorrow night mm-hmm. in that sense. And Sifu appeared in the parking lot. Uh, I like this part. This is just funny. Sifu was in the parking lot. A policeman walked over to to holding his ticket book to give them a ticket on the van and apparently Sifu just looked at him and the cop walked the other direction. Yep. And he says, what? I have powers too. Yours make them come. Mine make them go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's fantastic. They all get in the van. Michael took a deep breath and nodded. And then Seiko asked, Michael, what you say to that woman? His one phrase answer was enough. All people need to be loved. Another hard one. Another hard lesson from Michael. It's true. And it's true. Yeah. We, we, you know, there's, there's always that discussion that even when someone is being mean to you, that if you are responding with kind, I'm not going to even use the word love. Let's just go as simple as kindness. If you respond with kindness, it changes that whole dynamic of that conversation. Yep. And that interaction and everything like that. And I think we forget that. Like, we forget that, you know, we have a tendency to react to what people are doing. We're reacting. We're not, we're being reactive versus taking a moment to say, hey, wait a second. Mm-hmm. You know, let me approach this. Uh, the next chapter is a long chapter. It's a good, going to be a good one. Yep. Yeah. 
I don't have anything else to add to that, do you? No. Really? Whatever. Did you sing when the eagle went over, fly like an eagle? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, I cursed because I removed my big lens to take a picture of it. What time in the evening? So. Was this like, was it dark when you were doing this? Um, so I got there just before six. Sunset was six forty-five. Eagle was about six thirty or so. Okay. So it was getting dark. There was not enough light to take a decent picture of it anyway. So yeah, are you going to go back? Um, I will go back at some point. Yeah. Oh, very cool. After you're done with cybersecurity, <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh, so real quick, Friday nights with Kyle at eight o'clock on live on Twitch. Sunday nights, 7.30 live. We go together. We go together. We go together like... <laughs> um, those Sundays are typically uh, last-minute decisions of what we're going to do. So if you're not following us on social media, do it. Because that's going to be the best it way. It doesn't even matter because we, we can change halfway through. Anyway. I know we do. But still, it gives you an idea of what we're doing. Yep. Um, so thank you for uh, listening to these shows. Click the link tree in the link. See what you're not following. Follow what you're not following. Join us on Twitch. Join us on Discord. Join us all over the place because, uh, you know, we're moving forward. We're having fun. Mm-hmm. That's all she wrote. That's it. That's it. We'll see you all next week. Have a good one. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Turn on the Music podcast. We hope that you join us next week. Click on the link tree in our show notes to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You can also subscribe to our Twitch and YouTube channel. If you'd like to continue the conversation, join us on our Discord. If you like what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you really want to help us promote the show, head over to Apple Podcasts or the podcast service of your choice and give us a five-star rating. Remember, always share the music. Thank <laughs> you.